Hello and welcome into American Hammers Radio. This is your host, Tex from the Fresno Irons out in Fresno, California, joined as always by the one, the only, the dream, the machine, the man that is, Zach. Zach, how are you doing out there on the East Coast? I am doing great. It was supposed to rain today, but it didn't, and so I'm stuck at 93 degrees and humidity, which sucks for my naturally curly hair. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of like uh, just so everybody. I know this is a podcast, but he's got a he's got a beautiful little man bun go going right now. I'm thinking I, I like it because I was an Andy Carroll fan. So <laughs> you're, you're bringing me back, Andy Carroll, the magic that was sweet number nine. I will always love that man, even though he never really did much for us other than score a few goals here and there. You know what? When he was healthy, he was on, and he was a great. Great piece to have in the middle of a box to be um, on a corner kick. You just find the tall guy with the man bun. That's the easiest. That's the easiest thing in the world to do. And he's that much higher than everyone, so he jumps that much higher than everyone. The fact. I think, that he, I think you should try that. Go stand in a crowd, find a man bun with all the girls. Be like, I'm the I'm the cute one with the man bun in the crowd of in the crowd of people. Yeah, I, that doesn't work well around here in DC. <laughs> Well, uh, obviously, Zach, we were on an international break, so there wasn't a ton of stuff to get to. Um, I uh, I did play um, a couple fantasy uh, games against Aston Villa on my PlayStation on FIFA, and I, I'm going to tell you I won 11 to zero, and I won 13 to one, and I was pissed off yeah. 13 to one because they scored a goal, but it's okay. I dropped the setting down to beginner, and then I beat them 22-0. So I was perfectly fine with it. I want you to know Anderson had nine goals because he is a freak, and Sebastian Haller had three, so that was that was a good job by him. And I, you know, I had to get the Magic Man Lanzini one. So um, I uh, recap in those games. Obviously, it was a it was a great performance by West Ham. Um, but really, Zach, you brought up something very interesting in our pre-production meeting. That while I was actually playing FIFA, the actual FIFA ratings have come out for West Ham United. So uh, we have a we got a few players we want to go through here. We're going to play a little game, Zach. You're going to ask me a player, and then you're going to tell me uh, what the rating is after I guess, and I'm going to see if I can get the predictions correct. And by the way, guys, put your money on me because I have only been wrong every day in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a contestant on The Price is Right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say if uh, every time I'd go, one dollar, one dollar, Price is Right, one dollar. All right, let's start with Fabianski. All right, uh, Lucas Fabianski, the Polish stopper, who had a phenomenal uh, international break, stopping Muggos, couple of shots that went in. Guy's phenomenal. I mean, I mean, when we really break it down, Zach, he's got to be close to the greatest goalie of all time while he's been wearing West Ham United colors, which most goalies are because that's where we, we do our image. I'm going to go out on a limb, Zach, and do they allow ratings over 100 for Fabianski? Do they? No? not even rated 100. <laughs> and, he's the greatest, and he's the greatest goalkeeper ever to play the game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Fabianski's uh, pretty damn good. Obviously, I'm being a homer right now. In all seriousness, Zach, I think Fabianski should be about a 92. That's where I would put him. I think he's, I think he's played that well, and I think a 92-91 rating is, would about fit him. He's an 82. That's bullshit, Zach. Ooh. That's total horseshit. 
Are you serious? He's an 82? I'm dead serious. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. 82. But what's interesting is that Roberto, the backup, is a 77. So literally, it's only a five-point difference, which is actually great considering how, like, we sometimes we like to use two keepers. Zach, it's not great. In 82, you and I both know there's literally only two goalkeepers in the Premier League better than him right now. And I'll give it to Ederson at Man City, and I'll give it to Allison, even though he's hurt at Liverpool. But after those two, name a keeper you'd rather have than Fabianski. I'm curious. Adrian, based on the way that he's playing right now. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, would you want a keeper over him other than I, – I, it's hard for me to sit there and say that there is a legitimate better keeper than Fabianski outside of the two I already mentioned. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to give it to uh, the Frenchman at Tottenham. I know you would because you like – Absolutely, Chris. I wouldn't. I'm not a fan of him. Uh, um, well, Loris has really gone downhill ever since the World Cup final. That, um, that gap that he had – when he let, pretty much let Croatia score on a wide-open net when he put the ball down, that was pretty much the beginning of the end, and he's been on a downhill slide ever since then. Let's be honest, Zach. You have a soft spot for him because you like Croatia. I don't. I don't. I've never been a fan of him. <laughs> I prefer Mondanda, who's the backup keeper, even though Mondanda is on a literal faster clip. He's on a he's, – his downward trajectory is like jumping off of Alcatraz. It's <laughs> – it is, yes, he's just going straight for the water. Don't land, he's not going to land feet first. He's landing head first, and that's going to have a serious concussion with it. But he's... Mark it down, Zach. Episode 6, American Hammers Radio. Zach has officially turned his back on the French. No more. No, no. No more. No more. No PSG. No Lyon. No whatever... The other teams are, because those are the only two anybody can name. Marseille, all West Ham fans can name Marseille for obvious reasons. Actually, there's a huge contingent of West Ham supporters in Marseille. Well, of course. Dimitri Payet. This was was before Payet. There was a a keeper that was put up before a game that says, I'm forever blowing blue and white bubbles. (laughs) There's a huge – trust me, look this up, people. If you ever watch a Marseille match, they're at, at home in the velodrome. There is a big English flag with Marseille on it, and it has the West Ham irons in the corner. I stand corrected. All right, so going to this at a later date when we finally when they finally green light my document ser- my documentary series. <laughs> Your documentary series might is probably going to be the greatest Netflix special of all time. And what's interesting is. I know that you're in negotiations for it. It's probably going to be 15 parts. Let's be real, Zach. It's going to be 15 parts. No, no, no. no, no, no. It's just going to be like Ken Burns' documentary on baseball, on the Empire State Building. Nine episodes, three hours each. (laughs) I'm kidding, of course. Okay, so we got Fabianski's in 82. I feel like that is a total slight on him from the FIFA ratings. I understand why it's that, but I just figured the way he's been playing and the year he had for West Ham United last year – I figured we'd see him at least up close to 90. All right, so we'll, let's go to the next player. All right, let's see. Lanzini. All right, this one's easy. He's an 87. He's got to be an 87. Uh, very technically skilled player, but I think those injuries are going to hurt his rating. I'm going 87, Zach. He's an 80. His, physical, his physicality and his defense actually hurt him here. 
Um, if you look at somebody like Anderson, Anderson's rated a 55 for defense, and Lanzini's rated a 32. And um, Lanzini's a 50 phys- physicality, while someone like Fornell's is 68. Um, Zach, um, I'm just going to ask very kindly, are you reading that correctly? Because that's some bullshit. Hey, hey, I only read the news. I don't make the news. If I made the news, I'd be Dennis Rodman. Zach, I'm a fan. That's short for fanatic. That means we don't think rationally. I'm probably going to blame you for this. So I'm just letting you know now that it's bullshit that Lanzini's an 80. An 80? A fucking 80? Like, <laughs> doesn't make any heat. No. He's 80? Really? Ah, oh, man. That's like, you know what? Colin Lanzini's an 80. It's like being on a dating website and, you know, you swipe right on the girl and then you meet her in real life and realize she clumped you. Okay? <laughs> that, that, that's basically what you're doing to me here. I just got clumped by the FIFA ratings when it comes to Lanzini because we all know Lanzini's at least, at least an 87. He's got to be. All right, moving on. Let's go to our layer. Okay, uh, played in the Bundesliga, um, was a very productive player in the Bundesliga. Has I don't think he's played enough in the Premier League for that to really affect. FIFA ratings tend to not give Bundesliga players great ratings. I don't think this is accurate for Allaire, but I think, speaking honestly, I'm going to go that they said 77. 83. 83. That makes me feel good. 83. Yes. All right. So what's Here. interesting What's interesting is they have Chicharito at 78. Yes, I know he sold him, but this was the game's already in production, and you can't stop production once it starts. So it, he's going to be on our team until we update it, until we all get back and update our game. So it's understandable. I mean, I, I think I, it's got to make you feel good, though, that Sebastian Allaire has is an 83. That makes me feel good. Um, yeah. I mean, he obviously is getting the respect. I still don't think he's better than Lanzini, but uh, he's definitely um, – I'm definitely happy to hear that. All right, well, let's move on to the next player. All right, Felipe Anderson. Felipe, that Felipe feeling. Felipe Anderson. I think he's definitely proven a point. I think he has the reputation in the Premier League from other clubs of what he is capable of. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I think Philippe Anderson, I'm going to go 86. 84. Oh, all right. That's my best job. I think they shorted him a little bit, but I knew he had the reputation. I thought he would be up there a little bit higher. Well, I, I'm assuming that they're only using last season as their basis, not this season, but what's been played of this season so far. So, I mean, we will see this be updated, and I assume that Anderson's going to make Team of the Week. Um, Who's his face? Fabianski's going to make team team of the week. Um, Alaire's going to make team of the week at some point, and they're all going to get rating spikes of two or three points. So this is just preliminary. Games will update people. You can freak out all you want, but remember, games will update. I, I agree. All right, I wanna I wanna do one more, and then I'm gonna ask you when you were looking through these, what player shocked you? But give me one more. I'm gonna see if I can actually get one right. All right. Declan Rice. Declan Rice. All right, Declan Rice, young, young kid. I know he had a really shitty FIFA rating in the last one, something like 64 or something bad like that. Um, Obviously, 
pretty much he's he's at worst the second name on the team sheet for West Ham United behind Mark Noble. Um, I think he probably showed the biggest improvement of any West Ham player from last year to this year, but I still think it's going to be too low. And so I want to say 77, but I'm going to go 74. You're close. 78. Oh, are you kidding me? They gave him love? They gave him love. I wanted to say 77, but I figured they'd short him because he plays for West Ham. That's beautiful. Way to go, Declan. So next question. Um, Yermolenko, is he above or below Declan? Uh, he's probably below because of the injury, but I think before the injury he would have definitely been above. But he's probably below. I, I would bet money he's probably like a 75. He's a 79. He's above him. Wow. Yeah, Declan and Antonio share the same rating, and they're just slightly ahead of Noble at um, 76, and Snodgrass at 76. So it's um, it, it's definitely a step in the right direction. They're at least getting some of these close to right. Um, but at the same time, they have guys on here that I've never heard of. Aflo Lion, four-string four striker. Um, Kemp. He's the only guy that I've never heard of that has a picture. <laughs> Who are you, Kemp? Are you Sean Kemp? All right, looking at those ratings, and I know that uh, that you've been paying attention to them. Did any player shock you? Did the rating just come out and shock you, as if you thought it was way too low or way too high? Yeah, Fornells. Um, I Fornells was given an 81 rating. I know he's coming over from Spain. But at the same time, he hasn't really showed the same success that he did in Spain as he has um, as he tries to do in England. So I'm he got I'm kind of surprised by it, and I think that only time will tell. He may go up, he may go down, but it all is dependent on how he performs. So, Andrew, I mean, I I would be shocked with an 81 rating with Bernal's. Um I, you know, I mean, I feel like if you're in 81, I don't know. I just feel like I would have heard of you more often than I did before you came across West Ham's transfer wire. Um, well, to, to be fair, I mean, when West Ham was looking at Neymar in 2010, have you ever heard of Neymar before? No, because I don't pay attention to babies. So <laughs> And you don't pay attention to Antonio Brown. <laughs> I mean, who? I, I, I don't I, I, I heard bullshit come out of your mouth. Is that what you said when you said? I mean, I, I just don't pay attention to – to uh to babies i just really don't you know like i like babies when they're staying in their baby cribs but when they're acting like babies everywhere else i can't stand it um well there is your fifa update from american hammers radio this is what we have to give you when we don't have a match to argue about so now we get to get into the what we're good at zach and this is where it matters um we got a big match coming up against aston villa i call it a big match because like i said in our opening show the one thing I want to see out of West Ham this year is win the games you're supposed to win. And this is a game against Aston Villa that, to me, is a must-win game. Um, I don't think Villa's a good side, but I think that we play to the level of our competition sometimes, and that hurts us. Yeah. Uh, but really what it comes down to is this is Aston Villa. Um, they are a massive club. They have resources. They are a unique promoted side in the sense that they are not used to playing down in the championship as long as they have, and they have enough resources to make enough moves 
to be a mainstay in the Premier League, which they were before they got relegated. They've got some danger players. Obviously, the most notable is Jack Grealish. Um, Jack Grealish, uh, probably most West Ham fans have heard of him, and definitely if you're English, you know about him. Uh, he's also been rumored with links to massive clubs like Tottenham, and you know he's also been rumored to come to us. Hang on, Tottenham's a massive club since when? They're big six. I hate them, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna discredit them. I, my the club I hate. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, and, and if people want to shit on me for this, I get it. I don't like Tottenham, but I hate Arsenal. <laughs> so it's kind of a situation for me where I, I get the Tottenham rivalry and I respect it, and I definitely do not like Tottenham. I don't want to give them anything, um, but I can't stand Arsenal. There's something about Arsenal that just you ever get you ever have like that itchy asshole. That's Arsenal. That's <laughs> Arsenal right there, and it just won't go away. And you just have to constantly itch that shit. Like I cannot stand Arsenal. But getting into the pre-match preview here, what what do you need to see from West Ham in this game? What do you want to see, Zach, that you think is going to be key for West Ham United against Aston Villa on Monday? We need to stay in sync. We need to. If you look at the last game, we were fantastic. We didn't really have. We came back on the show and said we had no major issues. And if we did, it was like two things, maybe. But it was not overly dramatic that we needed to sit here, yell at each other, and chug beers and just scream at each other for. It was fantastic. If we play like that, if we come back together and gel like we did at Nor- against Norwich, we'll be fine. It'll, we'll be back here and we'll be discussing a great win on Monday. Well, um, that happened on Monday. I, I, think, I think what I really want to see, Zach, out of West Ham United, and, and this is something that um, – We've already done once this year, but I want them to have the ability that when things don't go their way, I want them to be able to adapt and adjust. I want to see Pellegrini make changes in the game, not at halftime, make the moves that need to be made so that we can stay on the front foot. Because there are times where I feel like he's kind of trying to force a, a square into a round hole. And it doesn't always quite work. And then the adjustments don't come till after halftime. And sometimes, you know, if we get two goals down, that's going to be too late. Um, I think we have enough ta- attacking paralysis to come back from two goals. But really, Zach, what I want to see is I want to see West Ham's ability to adjust in mid-game. That's the one thing that I think we have not done well since Pellegrini's been our manager. Um, I will agree with that. Um, and also, I... With the London Stadium becoming louder and louder and louder, it's probably becoming a lot harder to reach guys on the other side of the field from the technical box. So, I mean, the only other th- option that I would have is holding up giant play cards like they do in college football. <laughs> Lee Corto, Spider-Man meme, um, M&M's, um, Kathy Bates, I don't know. That means something. Change, change formation, move up. And yes, Kathy Bates is the first actress that came to my mind. I just want Pellegrini to pull a Mourinho and write down on a little piece of paper and hand it to his winger, and his winger take it over to Mark Noble, and Mark Noble will read it and bark out the damn instructions. Like I Honestly, Zach, with West Ham United, and you know this, we've won three consecutive games, one EFL Cup, two Premier League. We've won three straight. We're on good form right now. But the thing is, Everybody knows that can you win a game when things don't go your way? And I firmly believe that Aston Villa has enough in their side 
to disrupt us, and that's what scares me. Well, I don't know if we have a player on the field um, on the defensive side that can stop a creator like Jack Grealish. I'm being honest with you. I think Jack Grealish is a very good player. I don't think he's an elite player, but I think he's a very good player. Now, going forward, I don't think they can stop us. And, I, I you know, it's just a matter of us finishing. But really, like, I'm being honest, Zach, that back line, you know, and this kind of brings in my next question. I'm about to ask, what what are you worried about? I'll take the, the top on this, but I'm worried that our back line is still going to have those defensive hiccups and fall asleep at the worst times. And I'm being honest. No offense to Norwich, but outside of Pookie, the only guy that could finish for them was Pookie. Mm. And that's why they missed the goals that they did, um, because they don't have finishers. I think Aston Villa's got better people in the attacking force. No, I completely agree. And we've seen it before, and we'll probably see it again. Guys fall asleep. Guys lose their man. The man gets behind them, and they don't realize it. And the ball goes to them, and they're just sitting there 10 feet removed. And then you try to look, and they're, oh, crap. And the ball's in the back of the net, and they're celebrating like madmen. And we don't want that. We can't have that happen if we want to continue up, continue our form. So we need to just do this. We need to shore up the back line. And with Grealish, we just need to be we need to be physical on him. And I know, unfortunately, Antonio is not here because if he was, I'd say let's put Antonio on him, and that would be the great physical matchup. And Yarmolenko is not that great to be that physical with him. So Declan needs to stand up and do something about this. He can't let them let Grealish bully around and just be like a be like a figure skater doing pirouettes and triple axles and sow cows all throughout a back line. <laughs> I, you know, I, honestly, Zach, I can't disagree with you. I just want to see consistency. If they score a goal, I want it to be a beautiful goal by them. I do not want it to be a defensive mishap or something crazy goes wrong. Like that's what I'm trying to avoid. And that's what always worries me with West Ham is we give away that cheap goal and it costs us points. Because this is, to me, it's like I told you, this is a three-point game. We need to get three points in this one. Um, I, is there anything else that you're worried about that we didn't touch on, Zach? Uh, I'll go into, get, go into that in the Zach attack. <laughs> well, this is a brand new thing we're starting right now, and I'm about to set you up here, Zach. But Zach, who is our resident wealth of knowledge, he's the Wikipedia, he's the encyclopedia, he is the guy that's going to know more than you every single time, and this is a segment we're going to call The Zach Attack on Aston Villa. Every week from here on out, Zach is going to attack the opposing team. We don't know what's coming, I don't know what's coming, but right now, Zach, give me your attack. This isn't even about Aston Villa, this is about our referee that's already been assigned. It's Mike Dean. Are you fucking kidding me? I wish I was joking. All right, I'm 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 gonna shut up. Just go. <clears throat> I don't know what is it with this guy, but he he looks and acts and he refs like he was trained in America to be a pro ref. If you've ever watched an MLS game, an NASL game, a USL game, you all know an NWSL game even. You all know American refs are bad. Pro refs are by far some of the worst professional refs I've ever seen. I've seen guys who. I've seen guys make calls that are completely wrong. I've seen guys make call like call games uh, when there's 30 seconds left in a game and the team that's down is in an attacking position and the ball goes out for a throw and they blow the whistle. And you guys got 30 seconds left in, in four minutes of stoppage time. I've seen it all. This is what happens when you become a Cosmos supporter, by the way. 
all you do is get angry and get and get cardiac problems. But Mike, I don't know what it is. It's like Mike Dean's mother go, goes to the newspaper and sees that there's an article about Mike Dean, cuts it off, cuts it, and puts it into a binder. Like, Mike, you made the paper again. Yay, Mike! Or puts it on a refrigerator. I don't know. But if we do have another bad game with Mike Dean, I do solemnly believe that we need to have a change.org petition to remove Mike Dean as a referee in the in all of FA in all of the FA leagues. And just get force him into retirement. Hopefully. Or to his day job, whatever that is. Zach, I, 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 I hate to burst your bubble, but you might as well go ahead and start that because it's going to happen. So I, I don't have any faith. Uh, you know, he's going to screw us. Um, I, look, the truth is, like, I'll give you the I'll give you the breakdown. The reason New York back out happened is because Mike Dean showed up in New York. All right. The reason that uh, my girlfriend broke up with me is because I was watching a game where Mike Dean was refing and he made a weird look and she got disgusted and blamed it on me. Um the reason that um, Pop-Tarts don't taste as good as they used to is because Mike Dean visited the Pop-Tart the pop -Tart factory. Uh, Mike Dean is the guy that eats one bite of the left Twix and one of the right Twix, and we're like, fuck you, man. you got to choose a side. That's <laughs> Mike Dean. All right, so let's be 100% honest. There is nothing about Mike Dean that's ever going to make anybody happy. You know that his wife is most likely a miserable, miserable person. With okay. probably. And and here's what's funny. And Mike Dean probably believes she loves him. We know she doesn't. We know she doesn't. You can't love a man that can't love himself. You can't. Okay? Harsh words because I can't stand him because he screwed us too many times. And as I told you earlier, I am a fan, which is short for fanatic. So I will be crazy uh, with my itinerary when it comes to Mike Dean. Ugh. Okay. I'm sorry I stole a little thunder there, but we're going to, you know what, we're going to get to the end of this because I've got to go take a shit now because we <laughs> talked about Mike Dean. All right, so here's the deal. We're going to get into our predictions. Aston Villa, West Ham United, London Stadium. What is your prediction, Zach? I think it's going to be a 2-1 with a 90th minute winner. 2-1 with a 91st minute winner, you said? 90, like, yeah, 91st minute. It's going to go, it's going to be a rough one. It was going to be like, it's going to look like one of those old school football games where it's been pouring down rain for like two days and the field's entirely mud and you are not getting any traction. It's like the uh, Steelers-Dolphins Monday night game back in 07 when it poured down rain and the punt in the ball uh, got punted and it just landed in the ground and went nowhere. The game ended 3 nothing to the Steelers. It was one of the worst, it is the worst Monday night football game ever in history. Okay, so you got a, you got a two one with West Ham grabbing a late winner. Who's your two goal scorers? I think Alaire's going to get one early, and that's going to boost their confidence. Um, and then I think we're going to have we're going to see one from Declan Rice. We're going to see this long, crazy bomb from like the thirty five yard line, like it was an old school NASL shootout. Where you're just going to bomb it in. We're going to be like, what the hell just happened? Did that really go in? Quick correction, the game is not at West Ham United, said Aston Villa. My apologies. Um, so we are on the road in that one. Um, I, I, I'm going to give you my prediction, Zach. I agree. I think it is a 2-1 win. I think West Ham United, but I have it going a little differently. 
I think Sebastian Heller is going to get a goal. It's going to be early, like maybe the 15th minute. Um, and then I think West Ham are going to work hard. And I think Philippe Anderson, um, who deserves a goal, is going to get on the uh, score sheet. He's in too good a form not to score right now. So I have Heller and Anderson, but I do think Aston Villa will get a late goal that will make us all clench our ass cheeks a little bit. Um, but I think that West Ham will have the points in the bag. Um, they'll get all three of them. They'll get an away win against Aston Villa. Apologies again for um, assuming that game was at the London Stadium. But just know that West Ham United, um, we're, we're in the best form to start a season, in my opinion, since the last season at the Bowl Inn, and I think we're off to a better start then. So um, those are our predictions. Mark it down. Uh, Zach and Kyle both go for a 2-1. Goal scores, we both have. Alaire, you have Rice getting the second one, which I like that one. That's a good call-out, sir. Um, I'm going to go with Philippe Anderson. Uh, who's your man of the match? I'm going to give it a Noble. I think Noble's going to be physical. He's going to be in your face. He's going to be like a, the rest. He's going to be like an old-school wrestler. Smell my piss. <laughs> and, just be, and just make everyone, everyone wish that they were not playing. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say your boy Declan Rice is going to get his first man of the match. Um, I think, I think uh, he's kind of flown under the radar. I think he's going to establish his dominance in this game. Um, all right. As always, we started this last week. We're going to wrap it up here. We have our yellow and our red cards. I'll start off. Um, I'm going to give my red cards. Uh, excuse me. I'm going to give my, Yellow card to, uh, obviously, there was a story that broke over the week that Declan Rice said he could see himself playing for Manchester United. I'm going to give my yellow card to all West Ham fans. Calm down. Read the interview. I don't think he meant it the way that you are taking it. When you take one line and you blow it up, um, of course, you can make any meaning you want out of it. I think Declan Rice is very happy in the claret and blue, and I don't think he wants to leave us, and I'm telling you right now, don't be shocked if he's here for the next three years. Who's your yellow card? All right, I'm giving it to Antonio, who's even though he's injured, he's running his mouth. And but it, but he's not running his mouth like Zlatan and being a pompous asshole. He's actually running his mouth for good. Um, in an interview he gave, uh, he was talking about racism in football. He said, "I really shouldn't say um, this in case I ever play for them, but Millwall got fined ten thousand pounds for racist chanting." Last season, Leeds got fined £30,000 for having a member of the staff watch derby training from a public path, and Robert Snodgrass got fined £25,000 for shouting at a drug testing official. How does this work? Is racism lowered down? Now, I want to bring up a point about the Leeds staff member. I don't know if you saw this, but I watched Marco Bielsa, the Leeds manager, had a two-hour-long press conference about the whole incident. And said in saying that he got nothing, like he got no a, a competitive advantage against him, and he went through all these maps and graphs. This guy's really This guy's known as El Loco. In 1997, when he signed a managing managing managerial contract, I don't remember where. In his contract, it demanded that he have a computer with screenshotting capabilities. So when he's watching film, he can screenshot the the screen and go from there. And show to everyone in, the, in, um, in training, this is what we need to defend against. This is how we need to attack. He was way ahead of his time. This man is crazy. Uh, TIFO football has a whole bunch of videos about him. He's absolutely bonkers. And, yes, he likes to sit on coolers. But he's a fantastic manager, but he's absolutely batshit crazy. Um, I think we're all a little crazy, Zach, <laughs> including myself. 
All right, Zach, who is your red card for? To you, actually. He's used to Tell Zach. Zach, I'm going to get my two words in. I'm not leaving this pitch yet. <laughs> because you you opened the West Hammer Ale, and you didn't – first off, you didn't ship any to me. I'm sending you going, what the fuck? There's a West Ham beer, and I don't have it. Well, uh, that, that is uh, – I accept my red card. I'll take my two-game ban, and I will absolutely make sure that I remedy that. <laughs> um, it's funny that you gave me a red card because I gave you a red card. Oh, geez. If, anybody, if anybody saw our interview with uh, Tim from American Hammers and Chris, who was guest hosting um, last week, uh, not last week, on Monday, you would have noticed that Zach's hair was curlier than it should have been. He was channeling his inner Andre Agassi. And as a, somebody whose hair is thinning, who is, is every day trying to make myself look good, and you are rubbing it in my face with your luscious curly locks, and then you add a wig to it, and you do your best Andre Agassi impression, I want you to know that is a red card, sir. That is insensitive. That is conduct detrimental to the podcast. <laughs> okay, so FYI, for all of you who didn't see it, it's a, it's a Anderson Verichow wig. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers have actually given give out two of his wigs before, um, in two different like two different times. You can go on eBay and buy one that's like twelve bucks. I, that's what I did with mine. I had actually had an Anderson Verichow shirt to sh sell. I was looking up uh, to see if I find others, and I found the wig. And I'm like, this is the coolest st stadium giveaway I've ever seen in my life. So, all right, it's time for shameless plugs. Let's hear it, Zach. All right. So as you may know. My friend Gabby is in the competition to become a Maxim cover girl. So, um, and next, and by the time you're listening to this podcast, it will be the round two. And they just made a whole bunch of cuts. They went down from went from forty contestants in each group to twenty. So she needs your votes, and she needs to keep um, keep moving on. Um, the link is in my Instagram bio. It's at Wikipuff W I K I P U F F eighty eight. Um. Please click on it. Please vote. All if you do decide to donate, the money goes to the Wounded Warriors uh, housing project to help give houses to wounded warriors. So that's my shameless plug to help Gabby. The only shameless plug I have is if you want some West Amber Ale, I don't know how we're going to get it to you, but maybe you should message me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as always, thank you for listening to American Hammers Radio. I am your host, Tex, and for Zach, as always, come on, you irons.